0: Today is September the 19th. What does God look for? Let's find out together as we study 1 Samuel 16 to 18. So in our Bible reading today, three chapters from the book of uh, 1 Samuel. Uh, The Lord has uh, rejected Saul. Starting in chapter 16, you will have seen how uh, the Lord calls Samuel to go to Bethlehem there. He goes to Jesse's house and asks to see Jesse's sons. At first, uh, Jesse introduces him to to his sons in the traditional way, from oldest down to youngest. And uh, he introduces all his sons, and the Lord says, no, it's not them. Samuel says, well, who else is there? And Jesse says, well, there's the runt of the litter. Uh, My youngest son is out tending the sheep. Call him. He comes, and the Lord says, this is the one. So Samuel anoints David. Now, at the end of chapter 16, uh, David actually goes and he serves in Samuel in Saul's court for a while. Uh, In 1614, the spirit of the Lord had left Saul, and the Lord sent a tormenting spirit that filled him with depression and fear. So uh, Saul begins to suffer from depression, and um, one of the uh, byproducts of this uh, depression is that Saul has infrequent fits of rage, uh, uncontrollable rage. And when he does, only music can calm him. So uh, he asks for a musician. Somebody says, I know of one in Bethlehem, uh, Jesse's son. Uh, Jesse has a son who's an excellent musician. So they call for David. David arrives, and uh, look at what they say about him in verse 18. One of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Not only that, he's a brave warrior, a man of war, has good judgment, and he's a fine-looking young man. (laughs) The Lord's with him. David comes, he begins to play for Saul, and uh, the Lord calms Saul when David plays. Now, uh, in chapter 17, Saul goes out to war. He no longer needs uh, David's services. So he sends David David home. You'll remember the story of David and Goliath, how uh, Goliath would come out and uh, ask that uh, the best warrior of Israel come out and face him one-to-one battle, winner take all. And of course, nobody wanted to do it. David is sent to his brothers who were in Saul's army to bring them cheese. So when he gets there, David hears Goliath. um, And he says, um, why do you just let Goliath get away with this? God can deliver him. Uh, Nobody still goes out. So David says, well, I'll go out. Now, in chapter 17, you may have noticed in verse 55, Saul... Watching David go out to fight the Philistine, asks Abner, the general of his army, whose son is this young man? Now, there are two ways of looking at that. Uh, Saul might be asking about Jesse, David's father. He may have recognized uh, David. Personally, I don't think that's it. I think some time has passed, three or four years has passed, that Saul has been fighting this war. In the meantime, David grew up. If you remember the story when David says I'll go fight him, Saul puts his armor on David. Now, usually we think, well, the armor was too big. Saul is such a such a tall man, head and shoulders above everybody else. Two things about that though. One is why would Saul have given David his armor if he recognized? that the armor simply didn't fit. And two, when David tries the armor on, he turns it down in verse uh, 39. He says, I can't go in this armor. I'm not used to it. The problem was not the size of the armor. The problem was that David was used to fighting the lion and the bear, anything that would come up against the sheep simply using the Lord. My point is, David was big. He was a tall young man. Uh, Saul uh, might have outweighed him, but probably not by much. David has grown up quite a bit, and Saul, I think, doesn't recognize David. He finds out later that uh, David is the same young man that played harp in his court. Well, you know the story how David kills Goliath. The Israelites rout the Philistines, chapter 18, verse 1. After David had finished talking with Saul, he met Jonathan, the king's son. There was an immediate bond between them, for Jonathan loved David. And from that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. Saul essentially becomes, uh, David essentially becomes a very important part of Saul's army. But here's where the problem starts to take place. Saul becomes jealous of David. They begin to sing, Saul has killed his thousands and David is ten thousands. This is simple Hebrew poetry. In Hebrew poetry, When you have numbers in successive lines, you add one to the previous number for three sins of Ammon and for four. Or Samuel says, seven things I have noticed, uh, six things I've noticed, yea, seven stand out to me. Well, in this case, um, Saul has killed his thousands. And the one that you add is one zero. David is tens of thousands. The ones who sang this song gave Saul first mention. I honestly think that if they would have said, David has killed his thousands and Saul is ten thousands, uh, Saul would have said, well, they mentioned David first. That's not right. (laughs) The point is, Saul becomes jealous. Of David, and he now starts to try to kill David. That's how Chapter eighteen ends. Um, there is uh, uh open animosity uh from Saul toward David. uh He actually tries to kill uh David. By saying, "Hey, I'll give you my daughter, but go out and bring me a hundred uh Philistine foreskins, thinking that the Philistines would kill him. Well, David actually brings him two hundred foreskins. Now we started out with the question: What is it that God looks for? God looks for not outward appearances, Chapter uh, sixteen Verse 7, the Lord says flat out to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height. I rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearances, but the Lord looks at the heart. So what was it about the heart of David? First of all, David was a talented harp player. He learned harp by writing psalms singing praises to God. Second thing that we notice, chapter 16, verse 18, David's good judgment. He has good judgment. In chapter 17, we see uh, the way he and Jonathan bond together. That's actually chapter 18, isn't it? In uh, chapter 17, We see David's bravery as he goes to confront Goliath. Yeah, there's good reason why the Lord said to Samuel, this is the one, anoint David. I look at his heart. How's your heart today? Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com Dot com. Tomorrow we'll answer the question: Why did Jonathan help David?